0: You're listening to the Long Game podcast, episode 100. I'm your host, Sandra Scianno. All right, all right. Look at us here together for episode 100 of the podcast. It's pretty amazing. You know, it shows that you can do something, be consistent, enjoy the process and not have to do all the things. You know, I'm on the long game approach with my content and I have plans for repurposing this podcast wider. But for now, I'm just happy to be here every week with my listeners for you to share what resonates with you, with your friends, you know, and to just create, to be creative. When I was tossing about the idea for creating a podcast, I remember that my coach, Jen Laner um, was saying, oh, it's going to be so good with your raspy Jersey voice. You know, I never think that I have an accent, but being from Jersey is definitely something that I identify with. You know, New Jersey has shaped my personality. All its quirks and natural beauty, it has made an impression on me. You know, in New Jersey, you know, it's the butt of many a joke. What exit? Yes, we've heard it. And if anyone says joy you know, and they aren't from Jersey themselves making a joke, then they're an idiot. You know, and there's also that attitude that you develop from being from Jersey. Some may say it's a swagger, to the point of caricature. So New Jersey, though, is one of the most multicultural places on the planet. It's a melting pot of people and cultures. And, you know, it's even home to Ellis Island, which is the literal point of entry for so many. You know, you learn about more than your own culture living here. You learn the various cultures of those in your community as they celebrate their own traditions. And I am forever grateful for the cultural exposure that I get here daily. So today's episode is all about Jersey pride. We'll talk history, food, experiences, unique sayings, and you'll soon understand why we are all so damn proud. The long game is Jersey pride. we're going through the same struggles of building a business as you are. We'll hear from successful entrepreneurs sharing their long game strategies, and I'm fun, so we're going to have a little fun along the way too. Thanks for being here. Let's get to today's episode. Oh my God, let's get a coffee at the mall. All right, there is truth to some of the stereotypes, but there is so much more. New Jersey is about history, creativity, natural beauty, and yes, a don't give a fuck attitude. We pump fists, not gas. If you dive into all that New Jersey has to offer, you will surely be amazed. And I'm gonna take you on a tour of New Jersey today. You know, the cool things, the real things, and the quirky things. A tour through my eyes and my experiences. So please keep your hands in the vehicle as we proceed. All right, let's just get the whole what exit thing out of the way. It's true. It's true for so many in Jersey. And when people from Jersey get together, your exit is the ultimate identifier. You know, it's all of you out-of-towners who fling it like an insult. You know, that and Jersey stinks, as in smells bad. You know, that's another insult. But I just want to share that after I graduated college, my best friend Chrissy and I, we drove cross country. We went east to west, north to south. We even hit Hawaii. And one thing I learned from visiting all of those places besides the fact that no one could understand our ethnic last names, was your state, it stinks too. Everybody's state, they've got a spot, right? Jersey gets so much shit for this, but really, you've got it too. And here's the thing, New Jersey just built out its industry on the main thoroughfare near where you land at New York Airport and travel to New York City. Oh, and it's also highlighted in the show opening of The Sopranos. So basically, everyone sees it. But New Jersey is called the Garden State for good reason. It's fertile, and it produces the most amazing summer tomatoes, full and juicy, and corn, amazing corn. So sweet, you can just eat it bare. You know, our summer farm markets, they're the best. We even have sunflower seeds. We grow stuff here. We're the Garden State. So want to know more about the natural wonders of Jersey? Of course you do. New Jersey is home to 72 miles of the Appalachian Trail, which is the longest hiking only trail in the world. The trail runs through Stokes State Forest, where my elementary school traveled on the annual sixth grade trip. Three days of 12-year-olds in the woods culminating with the wall climb, which is really like a feats of strength (laughs) exhibition in front of all your classmates. It's so effed up, you know, look at the character all of our classmates built from that experience. And, you know, we're also home. New Jersey is home to a huge shoreline, 141 miles of shoreline along the Atlantic Ocean. You know, we call the beach the shore. Going down the shore is what we say. And we've got boardwalks and 1950s doo-wop-style motels, like pure architectural nostalgia. And it's so cool that like so many of these motels of this style have been preserved, like really kitschy and really cool. And let me just note, like, yes, there are guidos down the shore, but the cast of Jersey Shore is really from Staten Island. Get the F out of here! Yeah, you know, we talk like that sometimes. And my husband and I, we have a little joke between us. You know, after we heard a couple arguing in public one day where the man said to the woman, shut up of your face. <laughs> so these are the colloquialisms that you'll only hear in Jersey and maybe New York City, too, which makes sense because Jersey is in such close proximity to the city. It's the city. Jersey sits between New York and Philadelphia, but New York will always be the city. And growing up so close to the city, it breeds a streak of adventure in you. You know, as teens, you venture into the city to party or for some fun, and you know you get exposed to subcultures like all kinds of them. Uh, you experience different people, and you are witness to the varied economies as they play out. And then you drive home in the early morning hours flying down the turnpike to make it to high school on time. You know, that proximity, it shapes who you are. And when you're out late at night, you never have to worry in Jersey, because the state is flush with 24-hour diners. From old-school metal railroad car diners to those renovated with full dining rooms, any time of day, you can dine on disco fries, which are French fries smothered in cheese and gravy. Such it's really the perfect late night fare. such good late night fair. You know, you wouldn't believe the energy and the business that's happening at diners post midnight, unless you're actually there. And food, it's so ultimately divisive in New Jersey. Besides the amazing tomatoes and the disco fries, New Jersey is home to pork roll. Or taylor ham depending on where you're from literally what you call this can let a native new jerseyan know where you reside so pork roll is a processed meat made mostly from pork and it's widely used on breakfast sandwiches you know you'd order a pork roll egg and cheese right and it's this salty disc shaped type of product and it fills in for bacon on the sandwich So, pork roll comes in a log format and it's wrapped in a red printed fabric case. It's just styling and it's old school and it's probably gonna stay that way forever. You know, and although I've been a vegetarian for 30 years, I've had my fair share of pork roll and it's still cooked in my house for the kids on some weekends. Like, it's a Jersey rite of passage. And since we're talking late night and salty meat dishes, I would be remiss if I didn't share these Jersey gems with you. Grease trucks and fat cat sandwiches. Born on the Rutgers, New Brunswick campus, grease trucks, you know, these are um, trucks, food trucks, and but what they were called before food trucks became hip again. Grease trucks would line the street near the busiest bus stop and sell food morning, noon, and night. And in the early 90s, the trucks were then given a permanent space in a parking lot near the bus stop. And this became a lively food truck fest every night. And as a Rutgers alum, I have spent my time at the Grease Trucks. And they were famous for being open until, uh, like, they were open after bars closed. So, you know, everybody would go there. And they were also famous for the invention of the fat sandwich. It all started with the Fat Cat Sandwich and it branched out into a whole realm of fat sandwiches. The Fat Sam, the Fat Daryl, etc. Basically, these sandwiches have everything on them. You know, you're going to have a a, a cheesesteak with french fries and chicken tenders and mozzarella sticks and lettuce and tomato on it all wrapped up. All the fixins. So each fat sandwich was its own delightful mixture of what was on the grease truck. And, you know, grease trucks are a culture. And they still, they, they were and they still are a meeting place where you'd find your friends if you separated during the night. And, you know, the truck owners, they knew everyone. They joked and they teased with the late night crowd. And, you know, it's truly the spirit of knowing your customer and totally Jersey style. So I'm going to link to uh, the grease truck where it all started, just so you guys can check that out. You know, and how can I not mention, if I'm talking food and Jersey, bagels and pizza? I mean, seriously, no other place, except maybe New York City, does both of these bread-based treats like we do in Jersey. You know, the bagels are big and fluffy and there's a chew to them. And the pizza, thin crust and crisp. Even the average pie is better than the majority of good places elsewhere. But you have probably already heard this before you know, what they say that makes the difference. It's the water. The water content here has certain minerals that make the bread do its thing. There you go. Props to Jersey water. There are just so many things to love here. All right, I'm going to go down a little bit of a rapid fire and list out a bunch of things that we're famous for and maybe a sentence or two about them. All right, let me start with history. We've got Revolutionary War history, and this land was settled long before that. The buildings on the campuses of Rutgers and Princeton date back to the 16 and 1700s. New Jersey is the birthplace of college football, with the first game being played between Rutgers and Princeton in 1869. Rutgers won, um, and there, with a score of six to four, and the game was a little different back then, and then it evolved into what we know as uh, college football today. And pride, New Jersey. We were home to African-American student Paul Robeson, who gave the valedictory speech to fellow graduates in the class of 1919. Robeson was an accomplished student and athlete at Rutgers, and he would go on to become a world-renowned actor, singer, and global human rights advocate. Ideas and creativity were strongholds of this state from an early time. And artists like Bruce Springsteen, Okay. Enough said, impact for years and still going, he's ours. Uh, Jug handles, we got them. How else are you gonna make a turn off the highway? We create jobs with paid gas attendants. Jersey girls, don't pump gas. And the Jersey devil, part goat, part bat creature who terrifies the Pine Barrens in South Jersey. You seriously need to go Google that for the image. All right, blowing smoke up your ass. Tobacco enemas were a treatment during the Revolutionary War. And although the medical practice came from England, the term to mean that you were telling someone what you want them to hear was coined in Jersey. You know, and I've seen the tobacco enema device at the Fort Lee Historic Park Museum. It's where I learned about the coining of this phrase as well. You know, I lived across the street from the actual Fort Lee named for General Lee. And I learned a lot about the Revolutionary War history there. You know, the winters, what the soldiers wore. I mean, I know how cold it gets and how I'm freezing and you know, to see what they survived it. So, you know, living on the land of these battles, you can really feel the history. All right, I could go on, but it's time for me to get the fuck out of here. We Jerseyans love to curse. And if you've spent any time with me, <laughs> you know that's true. It's something that I embrace now. It's part of my riff. It slides out so easily. Um, and I, I'm okay with that. Growing up, my mother was a writer. Proper English and no Jersey accents, whether you know she stated it out loud or not. So I never had an accent. And as I grew older and I settled in further, I spent some time in Brooklyn and later returned to settle in Northern New Jersey. The accent, it's there. <laughs> and by being my truest self, my business friends, they've identified that I'm all Jersey. You know, there's something, they see something that I didn't even fully see in myself, you know, although I'm always proud to be in Jer- be from Jersey, you know, I realized through my business that Jersey is within me, you know, the loud, the bold, the attitude I am a part of from where I came. On this business journey, I have become the truest form of myself. You know, the further I go, the more I learn to drop what doesn't matter and to hold on to my own truth, my own values. And that is a process. It doesn't always go smooth. You know, and there are still some bumps in the road along the way. But I'm getting better, better at recognizing the signs, the signs to pause, the signs to jump in with both feet. And I'm responding to them. So thank you. Thank you for being on this journey with me, for listening while I share my ideas and my story on these 100 episodes. You know, I want you to learn, I want you to be inspired and to act in the best interest of your truest self. That is success. And that's why it's a long game. Love to you all. I'll see you next week. Thanks for joining me today. You can access more info and the show notes at thelonggamepodcast.net. If today's show connected with you in some way, please share it with your friends or hop on iTunes and leave me a review. Until next time, keep playing the long game.